season. Oof. Luchale. God bless already. Because right now I'm just sitting. I feel this on a <laughs> spiritual level. I don't even know what season. I was really thinking about that because I know that was something we were going to talk about. And I was like, what season is Taylor in right now? I feel like I've been through all of them in like a week. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of pinpointed where I'm at because I feel like I've been here for a while. Like a long while. Longer than I should. Sitting with seasons. How would you define season? Like, in a, not, okay, like a season in your life because I know you like to get sarcastic. Well, not spring, summer, fall, or winter. Mm, I would define a season as a period of time where a period of growth. Um, I think in every season you kind of learn something new about yourself. It's like layers. Yeah, seasons are kind of like layers. Um, you're kind of peeling back more layers with each season to kind of reveal your true self. Um, sometimes the layers are thick. Yeah. And those are the hardest seasons you got to get through. And then some of them you just kind of rip off like a Band-Aid. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. I never <laughs> really thought about this. <laughs> Actually, that was off the top of the dome. I mean, similar to what you said, it's a point in time or space in time when things are just, it either makes sense or it doesn't. Your Every season is assigned to you for a reason, whether it's, a season where you're just prospering and mm-hmm. bills are paid on time <laughs> and paychecks. That season, <laughs> paychecks getting cut left and right, right. and clients are paying invoices and X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or a season of you know growth, but it's not as painful. But then you have those seasons where growth is extremely <sighs> painful. Yeah. But I think that with seasons comes like knowledge because you're gonna right. go through the same seasons multiple times and I think that the sooner you learn your lesson the sooner you can get out of it or not even get out of it but the easier or the more becoming air quotes (laughs) it is when it comes back around you know it won't be as hard um I know we both dealt with anxiety but it's not that oh it's just easy but it becomes like I know what to do now because I've been here the first time you try something, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Something that you aren't used to, something that's caught you off guard. It is extremely difficult to cope, to interact with people, to interact with yourself, to get dressed, do your hair, to want to be... Because you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, you're like, what is this? And <clears throat> the third or fourth time something happens, it's like, okay, I can, I know that I have to navigate. This is kind of like driving. The first time I I got in the car behind the wheel, my daddy put me on 66. <laughs> he was like, okay, I go on the expressway. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, oh, you must not want to drive. I was like, I do. When you brought that up, I was thinking about my last, like, therapy session. Speaking of, I need to schedule another one because it's been, like, almost two months. But <laughs> we were talking about my anxiety and how mm-hmm. I kind of have these cycles where, um, I get overwhelmed, and you know that very well. Um, <laughs> this is why we're here. Um, I get overwhelmed, and I kind of just, like, shut myself out. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah, I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't want to talk to anybody. And so, and I could kind of feel myself getting into that cycle because I yeah. was overwhelmed with adult stuff, like finances, yeah. trying to figure out what was next. And when I was kind of talking through with her, I realized, like, I'm not, I don't handle things the way I did in college, which was like freak out and break down and, you know, call you. I don't, I couldn't see myself getting through it without understanding at the end of it, but that particular season, me being 22, um, understanding that my life was not about me. I would say that so many times and I had so many of my friends who cared about me, they would get so pissed. They would get pissed with me because they're like, what do you mean? Like, of course your life is about you. I'm like, oh my it's gosh, I don't though. mean and like, I don't care about my, psh, I love myself, okay? There are some Put days, first. period. But <laughs> there are some days when I'm like, oh girl, we got to do this again. And then, <laughs> but it's also like, I know there's a grand purpose for it. I just wrote about purpose yesterday, but there's like a grand purpose for going through things and it's not always about you. Just like, if you go to therapy, your therapist is there to assist you because right. 
they some of them whatever which whatever kind of therapy she goes to understand that they have a higher purpose and that's to help people who deal with anxiety depression x y and z mental illness which is a whole nother episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think girl (laughs) i think when we talk about sitting with seasons it has to um we have to understand that we are more than ourselves and that can sound a little complex but you have to be willing to stretch yourself just a little bit like day by day you can't go a full mile if you've never ran on a track or done cardio right just like you're not gonna get through this season overnight because you didn't gain all these emotions and all this sad trauma or just so much stuff overnight. Yeah, and I realized like my hardest season to go through is my lonely season because I'm such a relationship person. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm such a relationship person. Like I go out one and then I give myself like two months. I think that's fair. I give myself yeah. two months and then I just be shooting shots and whichever one hits. It hits, and I go with it, and then three years later, I'm back. And so, this has probably been the longest time I've been out of a relationship. It's been almost been a year. Like, Christmas was when we broke up. It was a very rough Christmas, but, you know, it's got fine. through it. Yeah. Um, And so, I've been quote-unquote single, but I could kind of feel myself over time latching onto something that made me comfortable, which was pursuing somebody in hopes of being in a relationship and then the person I was pursuing was it just never it, it didn't it, it, it didn't just work. wasn't it just wasn't working and then it, the signs were all there the signs were mental thing. emotional physical as well like the signs were all there but I just wanted to make it work but in actuality it's not because I wanted that person I knew I wanted the idea of the mm-hmm. person and the idea of the relationship and I just wanted to be comfortable like I always have somebody here who I can bother who I can talk to who I can just depend on but it was just it's just it just wasn't happening I knew that was God literally being like girl sit yo butt because my mama called me out for cursing on my last post so and I know she gonna listen to this sit yo butt down and focus on what I have to show you and so and that's the key. Listen, hold on, let me pause this computer. <laughs> we don't even need that no more. If we're talking about ooh, single seasons, uh, okay, so we listen. So I might be in my single, I don't know what season I'm in right now, but I'm here. Listen, seasons of singleness, and we've heard it before, but seasons of singleness are there for you to one, discover yourself, two, sometimes discover your purpose. And three, for you to get, well, one, to get closer to God. Two, to sometimes discover your purpose. And three, get to know yourself. I feel like, and I've been, I've done it too. Listen, I've been single for almost three years. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say that. But I'm like, there is a reason in in waiting. You have to wait. And it's not not to say I haven't been asked out or pursued or what have you. But coming from my last relationship and it wasn't a god awful relationship it just mm-hmm. was not working and if I'm being completely honest I personally got comfortable again with the idea similar to you of having somebody there having somebody to call mentally physically emotionally it didn't start off that way at all mm-hmm. but it's just when you see yourself not even necessarily spiraling but when you see yourself going through a pattern mm-hmm. where you're constantly having I tell myself this one thing with everything when I have to second guess stuff I'm like if I have to second guess it then I don't need it Right. I always tell myself that whether it's a person or an opportunity Plus a job never second guess wings or a job <laughs> <laughs> or whatever if I have to second guess it if I'm thinking about it way too much then I didn't need it in the first place right um but seasons of singleness are they're hard because they're horrible especially because you got all this like love people again social media makes it the worst it does and coming from somebody who works in social media like it can be tough but they're there for a reason i don't ever want people to think that oh well i'm single so 
I just, I guess I don't have anything, not necessarily to live for, but people get in these attitudes, and I was guilty of it too until I had to like buck up. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, well, all my friends are in relationships. Who am I going to do stuff with? Girl, do something with yourself. Right. My former um, <clears throat> supervisor from my last job, well, one of them from my last job, she said something so profound to us and so simple. Mm-hmm. And this is something her mother told her. And she was like, girl, if you don't get your own life. Woo! Shit. Because she had all of these. You ain't supposed to be cursing. Shoot. <laughs> she had all of these, like, goals and dreams and plans mm-hmm. going, when she went into undergrad. <clears throat> And she was like, oh, my husband's going to be in this organization. I'm going to do this. And my boyfriend's going to be like this. And da 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 And one day, her mama looked at her and was like, <laughs> if you don't get your own life. And for me, that like, like, Kate Michelle shaking the table. That was shaking the table. <laughs> my shaking the table moment. And it was insane in a good way because at, in that moment, I was very feeling the single blues because it's like I'm great realistic because people have their problems too and everything is not as it seems right you can be single and be excited and be happy and understand that if someone is for you they're going to come to you it may not be when you want it but it's it's gonna happen if god sees it fit right it doesn't mean that you're not good enough or that you're not quote unquote pretty enough or that you don't have all the things or why am I not in a relationship? Like what does she have that I don't, I play the comparison game hard. Mm-hmm. I may not tell a lot of people that, but if you ask, I will tell you, Oh no, I play the comparison game hard. I think it's like an automatic like thing for us to do mm-hmm. as humans. It's just compare ourselves to other people. Even when we do. don't mean to do it, it's always going to be an underlying thought. Like, I literally don't believe anybody when they say they don't compare themselves to other people. I'm just like, you are lying. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you saying you're not comparing yourself to other people, okay, like, take it as, like, a business. At the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, you want to find the better way or the more efficient way to solve a problem that, um, or have, like, have a solution that people of other companies probably thought that they were the solution, but you're comparing yourself to that other company and saying, why are you better? Yeah. So that's why I just don't believe people just don't sit and not compare themselves. Now, there are levels to comparing yourself. Of course, like, you can sit and, like, scroll through Instagram and compare yourself and not do anything with that comparison, just sit and wallow in your comparison. Or you can be like, this is why I'm better, Mm -hmm. or this is why I'm more unique. I want to say better, but... I wouldn't even say more unique. This is why I'm different. This is why I am me. And this is why I can do X, Y, and Z the way it needs to be done as far as my purpose in life. Um, But I think comparisons are good. It's healthy comparisons and then it's comparisons to where you're like obsessed with it. Or borderline like, okay, sis, just... Because comparison, that comparison can turn into envy. It can. And And it can harden your heart. Whoop! Your heart gonna be real dark, and you gonna walk around with so much hatred for people, and that's not healthy. I feel like people forget that they all have their individual purposes, and and it's like the people that you're comparing yourself against, they could be looking at you comparing themselves too, which again isn't healthy, but it's like you never know who's watching you. You yeah. never know who wants to learn from you and grow from you. You never know what you're going through might help them to mm-hmm. reach the next level of their life but I don't it should never be people stepping on each other mm-hmm. it should be people pulling each other up Yep. and so y'all just gotta get your own life you are just fine the way that you are mm-hmm. like you're not meant to be perfect 
everything and everybody is not for you and vice versa. Ooh, say that. <laughs> everything works out. I mean, just like the scripture says, Romans eight twenty. <laughs> like I legit, like that's like I've been meditating on that hard, and I'm about mm-hmm. to pull it up because I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> don't butcher the Bible, because no, I'm trying to get called out. <laughs> um, <laughs> she wrote about it, y'all. She wrote about it. I did. Where is it? Okay, yes. So, like, Romans 8, 28 says, All things work together for the good of those who love him to those who are the called according to his purpose. You have a purpose mm. in Christ. Period. You do. But you won't find that purpose if you're out here... Worrying about other folks. Yeah. That's not worrying about you. That, that's <laughs> the thing. Really not worried about you. That's not at all concerned. Yeah, you have to learn how to, like, compartmentalize comparisons and... And learn how to let it go. Really? You just kind of take it for what it is and be like, all right. Don't give it too much thought. Don't give it too much space. Because if you do, then you're going to be, you'll, you're going to be not a good season. You're going to be in a it's stuck gonna season. It's going to be hard. It's going to be, you know how like when leaves die, you're going to be, you're not going to want to revive yourself when the spring comes. You're going to be trying to hold, you're going to be trying to pick up the leaves and they on the ground. You can't take leaves and glue them back to the tree. You just let it go. People go, what is it saying? People come around for a reason or a season. Is that what? Yeah, no. girl, I heard, that's how I go to the first time I heard that was on like a Tyler Perry play when I was like eight. Cause you know, he be putting the monologues up in there. But no, for real. Um, But I also think the season that they come, there's a reason why they're there. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like all the different seasons I've gone through this year because it's been like 5,000 and I've revisited like 3,000 of them, like 10,000 And you times. always do, you know, <laughs> because you have to learn your lesson more than once. And I think I finally learned my lesson with a particular season yeah. of people. Um, And it can be a letdown or disappointed when you don't get what is reciprocated, what you believe should be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of effort and a lot of energy into wanting to be wanted in a certain manner yeah and when you have to be honest with your honest with yourself and say i want something out of this relationship whether it's platonic or family or friendship and you're Mm -hmm. not always gonna get that and i feel like we do ourselves a disservice and traumatize ourselves when we try to force our love or like or ideas on other people and we may not even realize that we're doing it and I had to realize that like I'm very passionate about people I'm always going to be someone who cares about people and and again Messiah right back on in to the purpose I'm very passionate about bringing light in the darkness because I've been in those dark places mm-hmm. and I want to save everybody but I can't it took me a few instances <laughs> one in particular which was around this time last year that made me realize wow people can reach out for help and not want the help which is confusing right. it is utterly confusing they, want, they want to reach out just to say they did yeah they or they shit. want to complain or they want to just dump all their shit on you you're sorry. not supposed to so sorry mom or not even complain but they want to be heard and I had to realize the difference between someone who wants to be heard and someone who wants to be helped mm-hmm. everybody does not want the help because they're not ready and for me when I started to give that grace and compassion to that situation or those situations Mm-hmm. It made me softer to myself because I was literally wearing myself thin dealing with dealing people. people. Mm-hmm. It was wearing me. I would cry in some instances because I wanted people to be okay. And I'm like, you can't fix everything. You can't fix everyone. And everyone's not going to want your help or anyone's help. Sometimes they just want to be heard. And that's enough for them to get them through the hour. Now, this is the part when it's like, if it becomes unhealthy and it's a routine. And I was just thinking about this today. When it's a pattern of them constantly coming to you, you're more than welcome. To say, no, not right now. In a nice way. <laughs> you're more than welcome. You're, it's your space. Right. They can't make you give them attention. 
you have to draw the line boundaries i'm big on boundaries now like if it's going to drain my energy if it's going to make me frustrated Mm -hmm. if it's going to take more time for me to deal with you than i can deal with my five-year-old nephew (laughs) i don't have the time nope i don't have to have the time especially when i'm trying to help you the best way that i can people have literally worn me out and i've allowed that i know i've (laughs) I've allowed that to happen and again it was a a season (laughs) when I've had to learn from it but you either with it or you not but that's how you have to be and that's getting out of a season of people pleasing I didn't realize that's what it was called or people bondage whatever until I again biblically looked at it and was like oh I'm not serving myself correctly I'm not even serving those who love me and who are supporting me correctly because I'm spending so much energy with ABC that my family getting snapped on because I'm tired. I think that just that can be looked at in so many different ways with like people oh lord people pleasing can be a whole nother episode to be completely honest but um I would definitely say on that and learning from that I'm like entering my season of like being selfish and I guess that in a nicer way it's like having like nothing but boundaries but no I'm gonna call it a selfish season because as you know I I used to be a yes man yes woman girl we both did what you mean we literally would say yes to everything in college we were not okay yes yes we were not well (laughs) we were not and it carried over to me starting my graphic design business because I was saying yes to every Every person that yeah. had a logo that they wanted designed for a concept that didn't make it past one week of content, um, every like flyer, every business card, I would just say yes to, and it got to the point where people were texting me at like after ten o'clock about projects, or at six in the morning about projects, or people would expect me to drop everything to make changes for them, and I think I really learned it like recently because these past couple of months I've been blessed to have like an endless amount of projects but it's like I have to sleep I have to eat I have to work I go to work from seven to three every day and so and then even then I'm working doing projects at work and so it's kind of just like when I don't text back, it's not because I'm ignoring you, but it's because one, I'm either doing something else, or two, I just you need don't want to. Yeah, you need rest. And... and I don't have to either. Like, you will get what you need. In the time frame of which you ask. Right, but I am not anybody's yes man. I'm not anybody's personal. I'm definitely not nobody's personal assistant. And so I kind of had to realize that I have to set those boundaries with my clients because being an entrepreneur, clients will try you to the day you die. When it was like last year when, you know, I wasn't working and so I was like relying on graphic design. And so that's kind of why I also took a lot of like, can't say shit, took a lot of like mess and like kind of like attitudes from people about something because I was like, I have to get this money. But then when I started my, when I went back to work and I started making money that was consistent because we can get into how people want to bug you until you send an invoice and then they're quiet, but we won't get there. (laughs) But, um, it's until I realized, like until I started getting consistent paychecks that I kind of realized like my time and my like what I want to do as far as like graphic design and creating content I have to be in a special place for that that Mm -hmm. I have to have that passion outside of money to actually produce my best content and so that means I have to like look deeper inside like deeper inside myself and like my purpose and what I want to do with this business if this is what I really want to do, I have to continue to find that passion and motivation to do it. Like, I can't let one or, the, it's honestly been several, like, people take that passion away from me because this is, I know this aligns with my greater purpose in life and I will be damned. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'll be damned if I let a person, a human being, who has nothing to do with God's purpose in on my life to 
try to push me away from that. Yeah. At all. Like, it's not happening. I think the biggest season, like, the best season I've had this year was, like, in January. And that's when, that was right after um, me and my ex broke up. And so, you know, when you in a breakup, you ready to change your whole life. Girl. First of all, I did, you know, the whole lose, your, lose weight thing. I did. I lost so much weight. I cut my hair off. If y'all y'all know me, you know, the hair be gone real quick. But um it was kind of it kind of felt like I was free more like I knew that I was holding myself back. I'm not going to say he was holding me back, but I was holding myself back because yeah. <laughs> because no, I was yeah. so comfortable. And so I, once I didn't have that excuse of being in that relationship and um being with that other person it was just all me like I was the only one in this game at this point and so I kind of took that and I ran with it and like from January to like March when I started like paying attention to something I should have been paying attention to I was literally on fire with content creating all that I was putting out everything I need to do and people could visibly like tell that I was living what I was putting out and I wasn't bullshitting people and I was living that and I was walking fully in my purpose and then I could tell when I hit a season of just a brick wall yeah. it was literally a brick wall but and the thing that sucks is I put myself through that season and I put myself through that season because I started straying away from God I stopped listening to him and I just started doing what I wanted to do because I got comfortable and I felt comfortable with what I was now pursuing and so the and content show you real right, quick. The content started lacking, the clients started lacking, and it just I felt stagnant. And then I felt like I was in a season where I was just stuck, and I didn't know. And I was even worse. I was confused because I couldn't hear God's voice anymore. And so Girl. I was just kind of walking around in circles. Yeah, I was creating, but I realized I started procrastinating a lot more. My list. Lord, my list. They started <laughs> growing. I started making these goals that were achievable, but then I would just look at them and not actually take steps to achieve them. Like, I was just pushing off releasing pro- projects, and then my anxiety started coming back, or I started getting scared to put stuff out because I didn't know how people would perceive it, or I didn't feel like it was real or true because I felt like I wasn't being my true self yeah. at that point. And then... It wasn't, and the thing that sucks, it wasn't until, like, last month where I was just like, Taylor, I don't know what in the world you have been doing these past, like, six months, but I really put myself through a season that I didn't have to go through. I literally didn't. And that's the thing that sucks to admit that I didn't have to go through that season, but I'm kind of glad I did because it reminds me why I never should make the decisions that I made. Because I don't want to end up in that point. I don't want to end up stuck. My 2019 probably could have went a lot better. But I know it didn't just go by in vain. And so now that I'm here, this is like my day three. (laughs) And I kind of feel the same way I did in January. But I feel even better because I feel like I have like a lot more wisdom. And I feel like my purpose is kind of like on fire even more. And so... I've gotten back to creating consistently, putting out content consistently. My clients have went up like crazy. And, you know, I actually have money. So that's also a good <laughs> feeling. But, um, and I would say, oh, shoot. I would say I'm back in a season of loneliness, but it's, I'm looking at it at such a different way where I don't feel lonely. Like, do you consider it lonely or more solitude? Solid. Okay, solitude's a better way of saying it. Because I think, and then I'll let you. No, you saw. I, I just kind of just kind of went on a. That's a rant. I think that we have to be very intentional, and I'm huge. What was my word for 2019? No, that was my word for 2018. Was intent. Um, what was it? My word for 2019 was increase, and I've seen a lot of that. But um, I think we have to be very intentional when we choose our words in these seasons. Mm-hmm. Because I know Taylor's lonely season, and this ain't it. <laughs> Taylor, you are in a season of solitude. And I would even say silence in a form. Because, again, you you're, you got your head down and you working. And that's straight up. 
but definitely not loneliness I feel like we can confuse it with loneliness because we don't have that person or that safety blanket or safety net there but yeah I don't think it's lonely yeah I wouldn't say I'm lonely and I kind of talked to my therapist about that too um I definitely wouldn't say I'm lonely because I don't like feel like how I felt before where I kind of felt empty because I didn't have that person but I can tell I am a lot more selective as far as the people I'm letting in my space like I actually tweeted about that how like I don't really invite people to my house and it's not because I don't have people to invite like my room and my it's my space Mm -hmm. like it's literally the time where I am at so much peace like I just sit and I create, I sit and I pray, I journal, like, this is my space, and so I don't invite just anybody over here because I don't need everybody else's energy, and so, and I've kind of noticed my relationships with people kind of shifted, because I'm looking at myself, I'm thinking about, like, how I was in the summer, where I was just kind of, like, all over the place, (laughs) um, I was going out, I wasn't really focusing on myself, I was focusing on everybody in their business, um, and kind of like it was fun I was like the fun tailor it didn't really end until like October until after all those homecomings but um I was a whole different kind of tailor and I really wasn't focusing on my purpose and so of course I was a lot more approachable to people because of course yeah I will go out yeah I will talk about something that doesn't really help anybody um but now that I've felt this shift and entered this new season of yes solitude it's like I'm a lot more selective of who I talk to I might talk to like literally the same like three people every day one of them is Sydney I literally talk to her (laughs) every day I talk to her in every season honestly she's gotten me through a lot of seasons but um I'm a lot more selective because people aren't oh oh I'm sorry There are some people you just can't bring into new seasons of your life. Like, there's some people you have to leave in those seasons that you just got out of because they're not gonna, they're not gonna get you. They're not gonna walk with you in this next season. They're not, honestly, they're not meant to walk with you in that next season. And you kind of just have to accept it. And yeah, it sucks because, of course, you meet people that you want to, like, be you want them to be in your lives forever they're just great people but that's the thing about relationships and people and I saw somebody tweet about this um you don't own anybody you don't own the rights to anybody but you experience them and sometimes mm. you experience them that's and, good. right when I saw that I was like that's, good. <laughs> that's a word but like when you think about that and you think and you kind of take that when you're considering like all your relationships you're experiencing a person and experiences end and sometimes experiences are better suited in past seasons but just because those people don't walk with you in these new seasons doesn't mean you still don't love them or you still don't care about them but they have to go through their own seasons and your seasons just might not align yeah and that's okay and so in this season of solitude I'm okay with not talking to people I used to talk to all the time I'm okay with only really talking to people who I know can feed my spirit and vice versa if I can't pour into you and you can't pour into me like if we can't equally pour into each other at this point where I'm at in my life I don't want you here like mute it block delete it we good like we cool but I it's like a high you can be cool from a distance you have to keep again it's boundaries everybody like I what we were talking about Monday, um, when I was telling you about Miss Kendra, when she brought her friend in, mm-hmm. what she said, when she was like, everybody can't sit with you in your valley, I was like, oh, oh, wow. And I just had this literal image of a valley with, like, a daisy sitting in it by itself because it doesn't mean it's not growing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not being fed. It doesn't mean it's not being cared for. As long as God cares for you, you're good. But... It can be difficult to comprehend that when all the other daisies or dandelions, let's say dandelions, have blown away. Their seeds have gone and spread. And right. you're still in the season of being planted and growing and letting your roots take grass to the dirt. Mm-hmm. You can't grow fruitfully if your roots aren't seeded. You right. can't. Your, your, your seeds aren't going to be healthy. Your fruit isn't going to be 
it's it'll produce, but it won't be your best fruit. Why not stay planted and let these relationships? Sometimes like you have to let relationships go, or you have to love people from a distance. Like, hey, I love you, but not today. Like five hundred miles away. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta love them for five hundred miles away, but it's okay. And it and that's that's the hard part for a lot mm-hmm. of people accepting that you know what it's okay. But God will never leave you by yourself. Right. He's going to send somebody who needs to sit with you so that you can understand, like, oh, I needed a change of scenery. Or mm-hmm. I needed better relationships. I literally, one of my prayers, and I rarely share prayers, but one of my prayers this year was, Lord, I want more intentional relationships. Mm-hmm. Some that can carry me over into this season of being 26 <laughs> it is a lifestyle change over 25 I want to know I well you'll figure, out, you'll figure it out you'll figure it out three more years soon come <laughs> but it is very different when you realize like okay I have to grow up mm. you have to grow up you don't have a choice you have to keep growing you have to move along and similar or like you said, that doesn't mean everybody you are close to or is in your favorites list on Instagram or is on your favorites list on your phone is going to be there. You can't make people sit with you and you can't make yourself sit with people who are no good for you. Right. Or relationships in seasons, you know, seasons change. You can't always take it personal either. Because rarely ever is it about you when it comes to someone ducking off. Or if you duck off, rarely is it about them. Somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's a large chunk of it is not taking it personally. And that's the hard part. Because it's real hard to not take something personally. And I think. It's about a person and a relationship. But I think that what happens when you. You can either think about it a lot. Or give it the two seconds that mm-hmm. is needed and let it fly to the wind. <laughs> right. And if you think about it a lot, which is an anxious tendency or a tendency of anxiety, you can do a lot of detriment to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or a tendency of a lot of mental illnesses. You start to blame yourself. You The simple version is you can't. The technical working towards it is that You have to go get your own life and be okay with knowing that if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. And what my bracelet say? (laughs) (laughs) I just got this one. Is this a mantra bracelet? It's from Alexani. I love Alexani. It says, (laughs) what is for you will not pass you. And I say that in a various, in a different form. But yeah, who, I mean, it goes for who, what, when, why, how. Mm -hmm. When it is for you, it will not pass you by. There is nothing on this earth that God allows that will not come to you. People can try. Relationships can try. People can try to keep you out of their better relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a job or something you really wanted. If it's meant to come to you and if it's ordained by God to come to you. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. It's going to bust through. It's really going to legit be like, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> Like, you was looking for me? Or, no. But, yeah, I think when you apply that to yourself, mm-hmm. it becomes more routine to be accepting of, okay, it doesn't work today. It may not work tomorrow. It may not ever work again. But you take what you got from that and you apply it to what's next. Mm-hmm. And whatever you didn't take, leave it. So what season, this is how we can wrap it, what season do you think you're in now? A season, the season that I believe that I'm in right Oh, now, yeah. Oh, so many people have tell, been telling me to stop saying think. That's another conversation, but literally, I Literally, it. it's been, like, so, like, every single day. People are literally, like, stop yeah. saying you think or you're going to try to do something and just do okay. it. And it's crazy because I'm literally the person who would just do stuff. And so I've been saying, but you know, that goes into what I was talking to you about last week about um, my anxiety coming back. Um, And so it's a lot about the words I speak and how I speak Mm -hmm. on my life. So 
what season are you in right now? I believe that I am in a season of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I'll couple that with joy. Because I spent a lot of my 20s beating myself up mm-hmm. and not accepting myself and accepting other people's behavior or other shortcomings or just accepting all the negative and not necessarily accepting the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't always make me a very joyful person for whatever reason now. And I'm not going to question it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel very... I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it has a lot to do with me saying no to people and increasing my time with God and understanding that I don't have to bear the weight because he already sent his son to do so. So why do I care? And I still have my moments when I'm like, ugh, what is happening? Like, why is this life? And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? I should be grateful that I can even have breath to complain. Mm -hmm. Or that I have a car note (laughs) that I have to pay for. Every time my gas light comes on, I'd be like, but it's it's the little things. It's the little things. It's like, Lord, thank you for giving me a car. Right. Or thank you for allowing me to pay to have the Every payday. When stuff gets taken out, I'm like, but thank you. Because it was going, the bills going to come either way. Yeah. But thank you for blessing me with that job that puts that money in that account every two weeks. Okay. Because, woo. But I, I would say um, acceptance and joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me. What season do you believe that you're in? Focus. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Um, like I said before, I really think I entered, um, I'm like in two, two seasons, but you said two, so mm-hmm. that works. Yeah, but I literally think I entered a new season kind of after Thursday, after that event. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until Sunday, though. Yeah. Because, you know, I had to okay. wallow in it for a couple of days. <laughs> um, not even, it might have been just over the weekend, like, I literally felt a shift. Um, I, I maybe I want to say like three. I would say backing off of you acceptance but in a way of kind of accepting just how things worked out um and kind of moving on from the past and accepting what is and what isn't and kind of just working with the what I know to be true um and to be present and with that I'm in my season of solitude which I'm a-okay with like I've I'm actually very content and very happy with um knowing I only have to worry about myself and my mama only two people (laughs) and that's it um but I really think I'm in this season or I've made it back because I was in this season at the beginning of the year back to the season of action and the season of just doing what I said I was gonna do um I used to say that a lot um, earlier this year. I said that would be my only New Year's resolution is to do what I said I was going to do. Do what I say I'm going to do. Halfway through the year, I kind of stopped. But, um, I mean, but that's just human. That's the yeah. human side. That's the, yeah, that's just And so works. I'm back. I feel like it really came back. Like that light and that fire is back. And so I'm just doing what I say I'm gonna do but most importantly doing what God has called me to do come on purpose. um oh you know I'm real purpose driven um but it's very easy to say that and accept that because he has laid it all out to me in multiple ways multiple fashions like over these past couple months my mom like people have came up to me like my mom my pastor this random lady at church like people have like prophesied over my life, over my calling. And so it's kind of just like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but you know what? Literally, what God is using people to speak to me because he's like, you're not listening to me. So I'm going to send people um, to tell you to your face, somebody you can see. But you know what? That's what happens. And we, I feel like when you are 
connected to the blessing, you're also connected. With, that means that you're connected to those who are connected to him. Right. Like, authentically connected to God. Mm-hmm. When you are connected to his blessing, you have so much opportunity and so much room and that's just being connected to the blessing is something is something as simple as your grandmother's prayers are still working or and we see that on Instagram all the time but that's a, that's true I for sure when I say praying mama praying great aunt Praying great grandma. I don't know what prayer my mama said, but, but <laughs> my mama and my sister, girl, like whichever ones that they have been saying mm-hmm. or have said in the past, like it works. It it works and it's still working. But I definitely like I know like he has revealed so much to me, and at that point, at well at this point, I'm just doing. Yeah. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just literally walking purely on faith. I'm just, like, sitting here. Every time I create, I'm just like, bruh, I don't even know who, like, I don't even know who's going to see this. I don't even know, like, what it's for, but I know that I have to do it. Like, I take it one task at a time. I'm just like, I'm just going to put this out, and it's going to reach the hearts and the minds that it needs to reach. And that's how you grow. That's how you grow in your purpose. Um, Like Sid said, like, earlier today, like, not everybody's like meant for you not everybody's gonna like you not everybody's gonna hear what you have to say but there are gonna be those people who it what you have to say and what you have to share it's gonna touch those people's hearts and spirits and then inspire them to go out and walk in their purpose and so right now i feel like my what i need to do right now is just do and stop saying that i'm trying to do or i should do or i may do but just do it and so i'm really in the season of just doing so that's really just in putting out content actually sitting down and recording this because lord knows it took us like a whole month to do it oh, we're not even <laughs> talking about the planning it took us how many years to make too long two years to sit down to study for so the why GRE. Come to fruition? It, like, like, just do it. <laughs> just, it's literally, like, Nike really did something with that. They did. But awesome. you really just have to sit and do it. And you can't worry about what other people are going to say because other people, like... They're going to say it. One, they're going to say it, but, like, what do they have to do with your purpose? And who are they to speak on your purpose? Like... You don't need those haters in your life for if one. In a simple way, if it ain't a word from God, I ain't <laughs> if it ain't a word from God, I ain't and, and God don't, <laughs> God don't speak through negativity. I promise you that. First and foremost, God don't lie. Let's talk about that. God, God don't, don't lie. lie. Don't let lying. nobody lie on your purpose. Cause boo, one thing nobody is ever gonna do is tell me who Taylor Danielle Johnson is supposed to be. Besides my mama, but um, it's cause God speaking through my mama. Yeah, but. It's just, I'm just in a really, like, sensitive season right now where I'm very vulnerable. And it's okay because I know my a lot of my anxiety comes from not allowing myself to be vulnerable yeah. and always overthinking because I just don't want, I don't want people to think negatively of me. But that goes into a whole nother thing about how I feel about people and my relationships with people. We don't talk about people's ideas. Just okay. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, so just walking on faith and just doing what God has called me to do because I literally have it like written out at this point. Like, if only y'all could see my journals and my notes and my app, really my notes and my app, bro. If y'all could see that, y'all would hope y'all would know my whole life, honestly. But I'm very excited for this season, and I hate like yeah, it's November, but I hate when people put timestamps like as far as like oh, it's only six weeks left of 2019. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna be like I'm gonna do the same thing I was gonna do yesterday. Like right. nothing gonna change just cause it becomes January 1st, 2020, like, if you want to start something, start it now. Like, I feel like people are, are at that point where just because it's so close to the year, they're like, oh, I'm just going to wait till 2020. You don't even know if you're going to make it to the next five minutes. Right. So if you feel like you need to change 
your course of life or you feel like God is calling you to do something else or God is literally telling you to get up and walk in this purpose that I placed on your life, do it. Don't wait till 2020 because what is what is the difference? <laughs> like, what's the difference from... Girl, a date. <laughs> from, no, exactly, a date. Like, a change in the year. Like, there's literally nothing. Just do it now because God is literally waiting on you. But he not gonna wait forever. Okay. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, if you don't, and that's the thing, we gonna finish, girl. We gonna have to, <laughs> we gonna have to, we have to finish if, this. If you don't do it, God is going to give it to someone else to do. If you see your purpose being carried out by somebody else, you gonna be real mad. You will, mm-hmm. but it's like he told you to do it. He, you got the gift, so why not? Right. So on that note. <laughs> Chile. Chile. <laughs> episode one how you feel i feel great i feel like this is important i feel like somebody got a word today or a couple words and that is gonna touch the ears that it needs to touch and ears hearts and minds literally that's really it at the end of the day like okay so make sure to check us out at the journey through pot on instagram and that's it right now. Website probably coming in. Soon come. Soon come. <laughs> you know you got two web designers right here. <laughs> um, but yeah. And we will. Don't ask us. When we doing the next one. That's pending. We got to see. But it will happen. It will it happen within the next two weeks. It will. It has to. There's no choice. We really should figure out a date though. We'll figure out a date. And we'll post it on Instagram. So by the time this is posted, we'll have a date. We'll have a date out for consistent because that's one thing we gotta be consistent. Consistency is key. (laughs) So yeah, we will talk to y'all later.